Good evening, good evening, good evening, beloved. Tonight, we're going to talk about a new and a living hope. Not a dead hope. God's not dead, he's still alive. A new and a living hope. New to us, but not new to him. Because he knew what was going to be new before the foundation of the world. And yet he says, behold, I do a new thing. Amen. Again, new to us. And so when we talk about a new and a living hope, we're talking about a hope that maketh not a shame, steadfast unto the end. And there are three phases of this hope. In 1 Peter 1, 3, the word of God says, Praise be or blessed be the God and Father. Notice it says God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Even though Jesus is part of the Godhead bodily and in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead, and everything has been committed to him, he recognizes God as God and God as Father, just like we do. Amen? Because he came in the flesh, and in the flesh, he's Father, and in the Spirit, he's God and he's Father. Amen? So it says he brought us through abundant mercy, not just a little bit, okay? Abundant mercy. He does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And the word of God tells us, surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. But what I like about 1 Peter 1 and 3, it says he has begotten us unto a lively hope. When you think of begotten, you think of Jesus as the only begotten Son of God. And yet he says, because of him, we too are begotten. Amen. And we're begotten to a resurrection of Jesus from the dead. In other words, it's as though we have already died and it's already happened. We've already been uh, redeemed. We've already been become uh, citizens of heaven. Amen. In the NIV, it says, in his great mercy, he has given us a new birth. It says the same in the Berean version. In the New Living Translation and in the English Standard, Standard Version, it says that we are born again. So it's not just that we've confessed with our mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believed in our heart, But we're born again, not of flesh and not of blood, but we have been born of the water. We've been born of the spirit of God. Amen. And then in the New King James Version, it says he has begotten us again, which infers one, the first birth and two, the second birth into the kingdom, the second birth out of the flesh and into the realm of the spirit. As Jesus told Nicodemus that he had to be born again. And Nicodemus said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you telling me? I got to climb up in my mother's womb again. And Jesus said, no, that that is born of the flesh is flesh. 
But that that is born of the Spirit is spirit. And we know that the Word of God says that they that worship the Lord must worship Him in spirit and in truth. In the Amplified Version, it says, Blessed, and then it says, Greatly to be praised and adored be the Lord God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant and boundless, in other words, endless mercy, there's no end, has caused us to be born again. And in parentheses, it says to be reborn from above. We sit at the right hand of the majesty from on high. We sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And it says spiritually transformed, and we know that to be conformed to the ways of this world, Romans 11, or is it 12, to be, but rather to be transformed by the renewing of our mind to be set apart as ecclesia for the purpose of God, not for our own purpose, not for our own will. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It says, to an ever-living hope and confident assurance. In other words, we don't, we're not like some that lose faith, but we stand fast in our profession of faith, nothing wavering, nothing doubting. It says, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And then in the Aramaic version, it says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord, Yeshua, the Messiah, he who is great in pity and has begotten us again. There's that word, begotten us again by the resurrection of Yeshua, the Messiah, to the hope of life. Just like he raised Christ from the dead, he is already, it's an already done deal in a manner of speaking that we have been raised from the dead too. And that begotten, I always think about out of the side, and I've said it before, comes water and blood. And a woman, when she gives birth, gives birth by water and blood. And Jesus was pierced in his side, and out of his side came water and blood. So we are washed by the water of the word. We are washed by the Holy Spirit, but we're also belonging to him by that blood connection. We no longer have that bloodline that exists in our family where we say, oh, uh, we have a habit of this or a habit of that, or it's uh, in our blood to be this and our blood has this disease or that disease. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Amen. And then in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter and the 14th verse, It says, because we know the one who raised Jesus from the dead will raise and present us together with you. Amen. Will raise us and present us together. It's no longer a question. It's a done deal. Amen. And so when we take about a look at this new and living hope, We think about Job and all that he went through. He had plenty of reason to be despondent. He had plenty of reason to be fretted, but he had faith in God. Look at Esther. 
and orphan all that she went through, called upon Mordecai to go before the king, which could have cost her her life, but she had a new and a living hope. Take a look at Jacob, his brother Esau wanting to kill him. His father-in-law Laban mad about the idols, but he lays down on a rock and he looks up and he sees heaven open up and he has an encounter with the angel of the Lord, who is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Look at Sarai, womb as good as dead. And yet God says that the baby she had, Isaac, was the seed of promise, and she had him. Look at David. David lost a son, mourned that son until the time that he died. But look what God did through his son Solomon. God is a God of second chances. Look at the woman with the issue of blood about to die, but grabs hold of the hem of Jesus' garment. And I can tell you, it works. Been there, done that. Take a look at the widow whose son had been restored by Elijah lying upon him, breathing upon him, and the child began to sneeze and came back to life. Take a look at the man whose sight had been restored by spit and clay. And they said, who did this? And he said, I don't know his name. All I know is that he restored my sight. Take a look at the young lady who was dead, not just sleep. She was dead, which is a manner of sleeping. And Jesus took her by the hand and said, Talitha Kumi, and to let them know, young girl, arise, that he had done it, even though they were outside mocking he gave her something to eat. Take a look at Dorcas. Take a look at Legion restored. Take a look at Lazarus raised from the dead. And this hope that we have, in Greek it's called Elpis, E-L-P-I-S, which is expectation. In the Hebrew, it's Tikva, or to bind or to wait upon. Amen. I like that, to bind or to wait upon. I will bind myself in the hem of his garment. I will bind myself in his word. I will bind myself in that threefold cord that is not easily broken. I will bind myself in that red rope that hung from Rahab's window. Hallelujah. I will bind myself in hope, steadfast to the end, knowing that he that hath begun a good work in you is faithful to perform it. God bless you and may this bless your soul. In Jesus' name.